Welcome to the Lonnie Swain Show. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. You can find me on Instagram at Lonnie Swain, L-O-N-I-S-W-A-I-N. The podcast is on Instagram as well, at Lonnie Swain Show. And don't forget, you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And after you listen and enjoy the episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share with a friend. So we're back with our Ask a Life Coach segment with Carla Robertson. (laughs) Yay. Um, If someone didn't listen to our last podcast, Mm -hmm. they've never heard of life coaching. I think sometimes the comparison can be to a therapist. Sure. How is life coaching different from therapy? Okay. Well, there are probably quite a bit of ways that life coaching and therapy can actually overlap. If you put a a Venn diagram with life coaching and therapy, there would be an area where they overlap. So there's an area probably where a therapist and a coach might ask very similar questions. Mm -hmm. Some of the differences are is that I am not diagnosing my clients in any way, shape, or form. Uh, The assumption that I have with my clients is that they are well and whole Mm -hmm. and fully capable of taking care of themselves people. So In therapy, a lot of times we may seek out therapy when we're not feeling as well, Uh, when when something we're feeling depressed or Mm -hmm. extreme anxiety or something like that. So that's definitely, if I have a client in those kinds of situations, they need to be seeing a therapist or they may just need to be referred to a therapist because that's more complex and needs the expertise of a therapist Mm -hmm. to work with the client. Uh, Some other things is that sometimes therapy is also about going back to a client's past and really uncovering and trying to kind of figure out how things came to be the way they were and and offering that kind of insight for Mm -hmm. a client so that they can figure out why things unfolded the way they did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that can be really helpful to look at that with a therapist. Generally, coaching is about going, moving forward, about going, you know, from now into the future, and it tends to be sometimes more goal-focused or future-focused or about what do you want now going forward. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we never talk about anything that happened before or that, that there's, it's not really that there are things that are off limits mm-hmm. in having a coaching conversation, but our goal is to, to make a concrete plan of something that the client can actually do so that there's actually something very concrete. Generally, at the end of a coaching session, I'll say, okay, so what are your takeaways? What are you going to do now? Or what are some steps, you know, kind of quote-unquote homework Mm -hmm. that you want to do and and implement in the world? Whereas sometimes in therapy, what a client needs is just, it's it's almost more of a cocooning or resting. Sometimes my clients need that too. Sometimes Mm -hmm. their homework is also to just self-care rest Mm -hmm. and you know for therapists who are listening or counselors I think there are probably plenty of things that they would say oh I do those things too and that's Mm -hmm. what I mean I really think there's quite a bit of overlap and I would say that the model of therapeutic work may be moving more toward coaching Mm -hmm. potentially I don't know one thing that Carla does that I really love and appreciate as a client is that homework that she talks about she will send you in an email recap recapping the conversation hey this is what we talked about these are some things that we thought would be a good idea for you to work on going 
going forward or something for you to do on a weekly basis or whatever. And it's good that you can look back on the conversations a week later, a month later and say, oh, yeah, have I been doing these things? Kind of checking in with yourself with those things. Speaking of checking in, you know, we're two months now into 2018. And so checking in with where people are with their goals. And now that you've made the vision board, you've set your resolutions and things like that. Some people have already started to fall off the bandwagon. Some people are still sticking to it, but they're losing that motivation for implementing the new changes in their lifestyle. What is an exercise that you would do with a client to kind of get them back motivated or get back on the bandwagon? Yeah, well, I would be curious first. You know, I'd be curious about what what is going on and what is happening instead of what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so what are you doing? What are you doing in place of the things that you hitting the snooze button and not going to the gym in the morning. <laughs> so, and then we can look at, well, what are you thinking in that moment I'm when tired. you hit the snooze button? <laughs> so I'm tired. So in that moment, are you telling yourself, I'm going to do it later? Are you saying, I'll, I don't need to do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. Um and I'm playing the, the yeah, client I'm here just, and just you, saying, you know, you gave that example. yes, um, you know, sometimes it might be, I'll do it later, but mm-hmm. later never comes. Sure. Later doesn't happen. You right. know, oh, I'm tired now. I'll do it in the evening. And then the evening comes and I was at work late or, you know, I had to come home and cook dinner and, and this and that and just things happen. And now three days are into the week right. and I haven't gone to the gym. Right. And so now on top of not having done it, there's the mean voice in your head that's basically mm-hmm. like, oh, this is how things always go and you never do this. And, you know, as soon as your mind starts talking in those terms, like always, never, and just be- basically being very mean, mm-hmm. it's an interesting situation. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we never get, we never meet our goals, you know, mm-hmm. which is BS that your mind is saying because you clearly have met some goals. You know, you there's all kinds of things uh, that you know generally the client has done, but but it 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 becomes this interesting uh, situation. Or people will talk about how. Uh, you know, they, they say, I'm, every day I'm going to do this. And then they miss a day. And so then there's this like, well, now that I've, you know, mm-hmm. not done it for a day, I may as well just forget it. You right. know, it's, everything is all over. And I do <laughs> all that. All or nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I get in that all or nothing mode for sure. And I, I have, it's really interesting to watch. But now I've learned to be curious and be like, that's so interesting. <laughs> you know, that's one of the most, that's a great tool, actually, is to see if you can, identify what your mind is saying Mm -hmm. and then be very like a scientist really curious and also compassionate a scientist isn't going to be screaming and yelling you know a scientist is just going to be sitting there with their clipboard being like that's so interesting Mm -hmm. that's fascinating right it's one of my favorite words for what goes on in my mind I'm like that is so fascinating (laughs) that you just said that to yourself Carla Uh that is fascinating Uh and And most of the time I'm sure it really is it is it (laughs) is it's fascinating and it's fascinating how quickly we can just go get very mean Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can you can check in a couple things. So you can first be that scientist and, and be like, oh, that's fascinating. Like really listen to what your mind is saying. And then take the charge, take the emotional charge out of it mm-hmm. by imagining a scientist writing down what you're saying on a clipboard <laughs> or, you know, just it, it, so that it becomes less, less charged with emotion. Mm-hmm. And 
there's some other things that you can do too. You can think about how you keep promises to other people. Most of us have a much easier time upholding Commitment. commitments. Yeah, thank you. Commitments that we make to others. And it's really ourselves that we end up leaving at the very bottom of the list. Mm-hmm. And so that's another place to get curious. Sometimes that's why it helps to make a plan that you're going to go to the gym with someone else. So end of February can be a time to be like, is it possible for me to involve someone else? If it's hard for me to keep, keep commitments to myself, can I get a buddy? If I'm trying to work on a writing project, is there someone else who's writing? Or can I just check in with someone, mm-hmm. make some promises to someone else? If you're having trouble being fully loyal to yourself, you may find that if you bring someone else into the mix that you can keep your commitments better. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's like most of us, you know, we, we all get back in our own little houses and think that everyone else is, <laughs> is following all of goals and commitments. And, and so we end up with all of that mean talk to ourselves. And I mentioned the word self-loyalty, which I've been playing with that a lot because I think it's also such a beautiful phrase self-loyalty when the alarm goes off or when it you you've scheduled this time to do your writing or you've scheduled something else that you wanted to do and that point comes the only person to be loyal to is yourself and so looking at that in that way how can I be loyal to the commitment I made how can I be loyal to myself right now what really feels like the best thing for me to do right now can sometimes be just enough of a little oh yeah and I I do want to do this right now. And also understanding, I think in this day and age, you know, you mentioned something uh, another time just about that. We see the highlight reels on Instagram. We see or on other social media. And we see a lot of these stories that feel like somebody was no one and then they became famous. Mm -hmm. Or they were this and then this happened. Overnight success. Mm -hmm. And we really don't see all of the steps that are happening, you know, Mm -hmm. in between as we go along. And so it can be really helpful to remind ourselves of that, that every step isn't going to be like, oh, Instagrammable and happy and like Mm -hmm. amazing that it takes effort and work. And there's nothing wrong with effort in service of something you really want that in that moment might not feel fabulous and like really fulfilling in the moment. Just in saying that everything is not going to be sprinkles and rainbows and (laughs) unicorns all the time. What's one thing about life coaching that might be a misconception people have about, you know, the expectation that I got this life coach and now my life is perfect. So now, right, (laughs) I've given her some money and now everything's going to be perfect. You know, we're all on this hero's journey. We're all on a a life journey and it has ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And With or without a life coach. (laughs) Exactly. And hiring a life coach is not going to make all of the ups and downs go away and it's Mm -hmm. not going to bring like an instant change. The other thing is that sometimes people hire a coach and they really do think think that that I'm going to get them to do something. I can't get anybody to do anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. you if know? you can't get yourself to I, do it, right. then I really can't, you know. Yeah, and so it's still the work still has to be done by the client. Mm-hmm. Everything the client is in charge of of their life. And so hiring a coach can can help with clarifying, with getting clear, with with really creating some next steps and also the best thing about coaching is really helping clients with their fears too and helping them access their courage mm-hmm. because a lot of things that keep us from taking steps is is fear-based. It's there's some kind of fear thing going on. And so when 
when we can look at those and dissolve those, then the path opens up much wider. So, yeah, so I guess you asked about misconceptions. Yeah, that you're going to suddenly, you know, everything's going to turn around. Now, the neat thing is, is that I've had many situations where I've worked with someone and within a session, they are having a big change, whether it's a, a just a perspective shift that's really helped them feel completely different about, about their workplace situation or something else, and they can have a lot more peace. Mm-hmm. And so if you're having more peace, then you have a lot more energy to take any other steps. If there's something in your life that's creating a lot of stress for you, and we can talk about it and figure out some different way of thinking about it or new approach that reduces your stress, then you have a lot more energy to do all these other things you want to do. One thing that could be a misconception that I'd like you to clarify is that people might feel like, oh, life coaching is just if you're having workplace issues or just if it's like professional development because I think that that was maybe one of my misconceptions initially whereas Mm -hmm. you know now I know I've talked to Carla about many relationships (laughs) and friendships yeah I am a generalist life coach Mm -hmm. I really like helping people with whatever aspect of their lives so I have older clients who I'm helping them with the relationships with their adult children or transitioning into being retired or any kind of relationship stuff really All of us are in relationship with other human beings all the time. And that's a huge piece right there. And so when we can have more happiness, kindness, love, compassion, general nice interactions. Nice is such a terrible word. But basically, (laughs) nice interactions with other people. It really changes everything about our lives. So, yeah, I've worked with clients on so many different kinds of experiences and life situations. It's definitely, it's your life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How does someone go about making the decision? if a life coach is is a good step for them. So who would be ideal for coaching, basically? Mm -hmm. If you're feeling at all overwhelmed or stuck in some piece of your life or you just can't figure out what your next step is or you just can't figure out how to work it out and it could be something about work, it could be something about your own motivation, it could be something in a relationship, but you just have been feeling stuck, Mm -hmm. that's a good time to get in touch with the coach. If you feel like you're in sort of some sort of like a hamster wheel or you keep getting, you know, like or you're in Groundhog Day, the movie, <laughs> when you wake up and it's the same every day and you're trying to get out of it, but you can't figure out how, that's a good opportunity uh, to hire a coach because um, you can, yeah, you just need somebody to possibly help you see things in a different way and then see the way out. Certainly, if you're in any kind of big transitions, People tend to hire coaches when they're, you know, trying to make a big transition or got put in a big transition they didn't expect. Mm -hmm. That can be a good time as well. And when they're ready to do the work themselves. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It is not a magic bullet. Mm -hmm. You do need to be willing to do the work yourself. And another thing is if you're ready to stop placing blame on other people for whatever is wrong in your life. Mm -hmm. Because if you want to come and talk about all of the terrible things around the world that are keeping you from from living your best life, that's a story that you tell yourself. And granted, there are things that can be obstacles to us that make it more challenging. I don't want to say that doesn't happen. But it is really interesting. I feel like that's one of the things that really stood out to me once I started learning about coaching and getting a lot of coaching and realizing that if I don't like the way something is in my life, I'm responsible to figure out what I can do to make a change. Yeah. And that's great 
in one way, but it also can be overwhelming because mm-hmm. now there's no one to blame right. anymore. Exactly. I got it. Now know? the pressure's on me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so it's an it's an interesting revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you're listening and you're ready to do the work <laughs> and you're ready to get a life coach, you can get in touch with Carla. You can email her at Carla C A R L A at Living Wild and Precious dot com. And in the meantime, I highly suggest that you check out her website. She's got amazing quotes on there that Mm -hmm. I love. You can find out the story behind the name of her business, Living Wild and Precious, because that always catches people's attention. (laughs) So livingwildandprecious.com is the website. And of course, don't forget to subscribe, rate this podcast, and listen more for Ask a Life Coach. 